I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. This is Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder, and today you're in for a great time. As this is being recorded, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up, so I thought it'd be really fun to talk with a sports expert, one of my favorite sports experts, Paul Helgren, who is the Associate Athletic Director of Communications at University of Toledo. Hi, Paul. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm thrilled uh, for so many reasons, but one is you're my big brother, one of my favorite people. So uh, it's always- Top 10, right? Top 10? (laughs) You're, you made the top 10. You made okay. the top 10. And, you know, Paul, um, I love talking to you anytime, but it came to my mind that I use a lot of sports analogies, metaphors, other sales trainers do, uh, because, it, in, in, because it just ties in so much around coaching and playbooks and teamwork. So I thought, hey, let's talk a little sports and uh, let's celebrate uh, how it ties into what we do in senior living and sales. So first of all, uh, when I tell people what you do for a living, the reaction I get is, oh my gosh, it sounds so cool. Like he gets to watch sports for a living. So tell, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I do get to watch sports for a living. That's true. Uh, but as the uh, Associate AD for Communications, uh, essentially my job and the job of my staff and many of the people I work with is to tell the story, right? To tell the story of the University of Toledo Athletic Department, specifically the student athletes, the coaches, the teams, and there's lots of ways we can tell that story. Traditionally, the people in my role told the story by uh, connecting with the media, the traditional media that we know and love, TV, newspaper, radio, et cetera. And we still do a lot of that. It's still very important. Uh, but over the years, that's evolved, and we've gotten, uh, you know, little by little, we've become our own media in a sense. With first with websites, now with social media, uh, direct communication with our fans. So, um, you know, that term media, meaning something in the middle, is still there. But a lot of our communications, uh, we we skip the middleman and go right to that. So uh, it's my pleasure and uh, enjoy really to tell the story of all of our wonderful student athletes and coaches and teams. Hey, you know, that's, that is cool. I'm writing notes here. Tell the story, you know, when, uh, for us in senior living in sales in particular, the we're, we're selling something people need, but don't want. And to those, the vast majority of people don't know about senior living because they don't need it. And that in, to their, to the, you know, the common perception is it's all a nursing home. So there's a, there's a lot of hurdles that we go, uh, that we face and that we'll let, you know, we have to go over to bring down the barrier of what it is as, and then, uh, you know, help people through making this decision, which is, well, I don't, I don't really want to do this, even though I need to. And so we talk a lot about storytelling because, it, you know, to tell people what you do, 
or what services you have, you know, they glaze over and you're the same as a competition. So maybe to tell people stats, which is, I'm sure people are interested in stats, uh, is one thing and certainly who won the game and all of that, but the story of the players and the story of, 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 the, of University of Toledo uh, resonates more with people or ties, like you said, ties you to the fans in a greater degree. That's right. Uh, you know, for most people, their enthusiasm and excitement for sports is is partly because they feel they have a connection with the team or the person they're rooting for. So part of our job is to help make that connection. Uh, it's one thing to go to a sports event where you don't know the teams, you don't know the players. Somebody says, hey, I got to go a ticket. Let's go watch this thing. Someone, Someone's neighbor's high school game, your kid or whatever. And, you know, you, you, you automatically have someone to cheer for, right? Their, their, their kid or whatever. So uh, it's the same with college sports professional. If you feel like you know somebody, if you feel like you like somebody and want to cheer for them, you have a favorite player on a team, uh, you're way more likely to be really invested in that uh, team and in that school, go to a lot of games, buy tickets, uh, maybe support the program financially which is very important in college athletics. So, uh, you know, a big part of making that connection is telling the story beyond the, the, what happens on the field or on the court. I never thought about it that way, but it makes a ton of sense. And I was wanting to ask you uh, why you feel, and, and maybe it starts, it starts that conversation of, of why we can relate so much to sports, like someone like me who doesn't play sports, who, yes, I had uh, two brothers and a dad really uh, kind of hyper-focused in sports and certainly who played a lot of sports. My nephews play sports, but I don't really know sports much and I still relate. How, you know, so what is it do you think about sports in, in general where you know, we, we relate so much as a country or even as a, as a world? Mm-hmm. I, and I would say world, you know, America is sports crazy, but um, the rest of the world is not too far behind when you think about soccer and some other things. Yeah, uh, I think the one there's a number of ways to answer that question, but I think at its core, sports are very simple, right? You have winners and losers. You have good guys and bad guys. You have, scores are kept, right? And it's the same in the business world. You have losers and winners in any business. Scores are kept profits and loss and so forth. So the analogies come quite naturally, I think, into the business world. And I would add that, uh, particularly now with, with our new athletic director, Brian Blair, uh, there's a lot of focus on our end with the business world. Uh, Brian is an avid business uh, book reader, uh, reading about you know successful <clears throat> ideas in the business world that can translate into our world. So it kind of goes both ways. But um, I would say that that's kind of at its core of, of, of why sports works, in, you know, as an analogy and, and is so conveniently um, usable in, in so many ways and in the business world. But overall, you know, sports are fun. Um, they're fun to play. They're fun to watch. Uh, they can be exciting. Uh, they can bring people together who might not otherwise have any connection. You know, you think about, uh, you know, during the uh, civil rights movement when, you know, America was like struggling to bring black and white people together. Well, guess what? There was uh, at least, you know, once a, a segregation of teams stopped, there was one area where 
black and white people uh, played together, worked together, and, and, and won and lost together, and that was in the area of sports. Uh, so um, I don't think it's too big of a stretch to say um, that sports is a uniter or can be, um, and those are all important things. Indeed, indeed. So you, you talked about uh, Coach Brian, uh, Brian Blair, who's, who takes his knowledge and interest in business and applies it to sports, right? And, and running He'd a be school. happy to know you called him Coach Blair. <laughs> Coach Blair. No, he's our athletic director, not a coach. Oh, I'm but sorry, your athletic he's sort of director. The, he's sort of the, the coach of, of us. He's the captain of, <laughs> of our <laughs> administrative team. Your yeah. athletic director, athletic yes. director Brian Blair. Some of the things that is, that kind of come to mind in in the the sports world, or maybe in the business world, like talented. Something we hear a lot is like talented players can't do it alone, right? right. So you got one talented, or in, you know, in our world, a great salesperson, let's say, in a community, can't fill the building by themselves. You know, it's a team. It's, you can't run a business, one talented player. So what, you know, everyone on the team has to be focused on the same goal. I mean, you've seen, I don't know, thousands and thousands and thousands of games and, and work with thousands of people. How important is all of that? And, and can you give any examples of uh, teams that just really pull well together and conversely disaster? Yeah, with using the sports analogy is first you've got to put your you, you got to make the right decisions on your personnel. So in, in college sports, you've got to recruit the right people. In professional sports, you have to draft the right people and make changes after that. So you've got to make sure you get the right people. Then you have to have the right leadership, the right coaching, uh, the right chemistry, which is particularly in sport, important in team sports. And really only under those circumstances can you succeed as a team. We do have individual sports, of course, in, in college athletics too, like tennis and golf and some others um, that aren't as team focused, but there still is a team element to all of them. Uh, I would say in terms of success right now, you could look at the University of Toledo, both men's and women's basketball teams, as well as our football team, which won the MAC championship has been very successful. Uh, there might be, you know, a player or two in our league that maybe is the best player. Maybe we don't have the best player in the league uh, in any of those three sports, but I would argue we probably have the best team or close to it. And a lot of yeah. that has to do with chemistry and teamwork. Um, we had a game recently where we played Eastern Michigan and they had one player who scored 43 points, phenomenal performance, uh, made national highlights. He scored 29 points in a row. His name is Imani Bates, terrific performance. But guess who won the game? Toledo. And, uh, you know, I had a few people comment to me, well, you guys had great balance, good teamwork, good passing. Uh, so we won the game and we, we maybe didn't get the headlines nationally, uh, but we got the win and that's what counts. Um, so conversely, I'm, I, in professional football, uh, I will admit, I, I go to counseling for this, but I'm a fan of the Detroit Lions. We're on a 50 year rebuild. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> And anyway, the Lions have had great individual talent. First, you know, um, Billy Sims comes to mind. And running oh back. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, running. Billy Sims. That was another one bites the dust. Exactly, that? another one bites the dust. Oh my gosh, that's the guy, Billy Sims. Billy okay. Sims. For four yes. years, he was the man, and then he got injured. And years later, then Barry Sanders came along. Everybody knows Barry Sanders. 
And then after that, Matthew Stafford. So we've had three, in my opinion, of great Hall of Fame players at very important positions. And in all those years, the Lions won one playoff game. I think maybe went to the playoffs five times. Have had terrible teams to mediocre. So having a superstar, uh, you know, Billy Sims couldn't win by himself. Matthew Stafford couldn't win by himself as good as he was. Uh, you have to have a team around you. And I think uh, being a Lions fan teaches you a lot of life's lessons, uh, teaches you humility, uh, teaches, <laughs> teaches you how to lose gracefully, and, and then maybe teaches you that uh, it takes more than a one star or a handful, especially in that sport where you have 11 players on the field at a time. You got to have a team and you got to have a team that works together and is coached well. And maybe they have that now. They they won eight games this year. Where they go? Nine and eight, I think. Nine and eight. So we'll if, if Seattle, was it Seattle hadn't law hadn't won? Who was it? If they had lost, they could have made the playoffs. Uh correct. Yes. They were basically one game away from making oh. the playoffs. That's right. But I've I've my my many years as a Lions fan has taught me not to get my hopes up. So I was not crushed. I would I just rejoiced in the in the nine wins. We'll leave it at that. Take them where you can get it. Yeah, Paul, you you make so many great points. My mind is is uh, whirling here, but the talented players can't do it alone. Got to work as a team. You gave great examples of uh, like the the Eastern Michigan EMU and, and Toledo is superstar on in EMU's team, but Toledo won the game. Detroit Lions fan. I I, I would think too that what is that about like keep going right keep going in the loss so in sales another another parallel that I see is you lose more than you win so a great and you're gonna correct me please but a great batting average I always use Ted Williams as an example right is he still have the record of the highest batting average in a season uh well he, he's the last Major League Baseball player to hit over 400. He had okay. 406 in over Okay, so 406 is the best batting average in a season, right? Uh, well, there was some before him, but no one has done it since him. Oh, it's since him in 1940-something. 1941, uh, yes. Okay, 1941. And that's four out of 10 means he lost six out of 10 times. That's right. And he's the best, you know, uh, okay. So, uh, but you same with sales. If we're closing at a 40% in senior living, a 40% rate, that's really, really good. Four to 10 means you lose six. Mm -hmm. So what, um, you, you know, you've been around, you play volleyball through your boys. What is the mindset necessary to, I mean, you, so statistically, when you go up to bat in baseball, you're going to lose statistically. Mm -hmm. So why do you keep, I mean, what's the mindset there or how do you keep going? How does the Lions fan, you know? <laughs> keep going uh in in the face of the statistically they're going to lose right well the game doesn't end right if you strike out in the first inning you've got the next at bat you know if you go 0 for 4 or 0 for 5 in a game there's another game tomorrow um we, we talk about it a little bit more in um basketball when you play two to three games a week sometimes two on average sometimes football coaches say that's the worst thing about football is you gotta if you lose you gotta wait a whole week to get another chance but there's always another chance and uh, using the football analogy, I think I, I think of defensive backs, cornerbacks, the guys that are covering their wide receivers. You'll often hear the one of the best mental skills for those guys is to have a short memory because you give up a long touchdown. Everybody notices that. And 
you know, you see guys shaking their head and maybe looking at each other. I had him. Did you have him? You got to forget about it. Forget about it and get right back and make the next play because uh, your team needs you to make that next play. If you strike out or you hit into a double play in baseball in the fourth inning, you're going to be back up in the seventh inning. Forget about it. Your team needs you in the seventh inning. If you wallow in, in your failure and think about it and, and, and get uh, distracted from what you're trying to do, um, you're, you're probably not going to be a successful athlete. And I would say the same probably is true in, in your field in, in sales. Um, You've you got to forget about that one you lost and get on to the next one. I can't say it better than that. Well, Paul, thanks for uh, talking with me on the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. If you want to learn more about us and what we do, you can find us on growyouroccupancy.com. And please like and share podcast. It helps others find us. And if you want to learn more about sports or the University of Toledo, Paul, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, the best way to learn about the Rockets is to go to our website, utrockets.com, or follow us on social media. We're on all of them. Name it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You will find us on social media. You got it. Go Rockets. Go Thanks, Rockets. Paul. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.